When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, speaking of great kits, Cam Luke has a great kit and he's got a great story for us as well uh, from SEN via Waikiki. Cam, g'day mate, how are you? I'm good, thanks guys. How you doing? Yeah, good, thanks mate. And uh, look, sorry, I, I I messed up giving you the times. Uh, Apple told me it was 5.30 over there, but it's not at 7.30. So I, I, I blame Steve Jobs. But mate, um, you have had an absolutely tear up of the last couple of weeks, haven't you? You want to tell us a little bit about your story? Yeah, I've uh, yeah, I have had a good time. I know about the time. I've just ducked out of a bar. I thought you'd forgotten about me, so I've gone out <laughs> just trying to relax. So the reason I'm in Hawaii, which is the first time here, which is uh, which is outstanding, first time I've ever been here, is to relax. Because I, I kind of got a little bit lucky. I was always heading over for the for the Super Bowl and the uh, the armchair experts show that I do for Channel Seven in Australia. We do NFL, so heading over there. But so uh, yeah. I plotted to, to roll through Los Angeles for, for one game to, to watch Josh Giddy, the Australian, of course, play for Oklahoma City and me playing the Lakers. And then about a month out, I thought, hang on a second, this could be the LeBron uh, uh, record game. So um, I was there for that. That just worked out perfectly with perfect timing. And then a couple of days in Phoenix with work. And then uh, the weekend was one of the most magical weekends of all time. I was um, overlooking the tee box in a sky box on the 16th hole on the Saturday, the third day of the... Waste Management Phoenix Open, the party hole where 65,000 people get crammed into an amphitheater and essentially just drink and watch the best golfers in the world. And Sunday was Super Bowl. So uh, for a sports geek such as myself, who spends the majority of my time talking about it, arguing about it on Talkback Radio or traveling the world to watch it, it's been an amazing week. I don't know where to unpack to start with here, Cam. Um <laughs> First of all, you didn't get an invite to LeBron's after party. You didn't. You didn't somehow get into that too. You won't believe it. I uh, I am very good friends with the head of Los Angeles Lakers security uh, through a connection a couple of years ago, and he texted me and I said, "Man, I want to come into the locker room." And he said, "You're no chance, but you might be able to come to LeBron's party." And then um, these last these these NBA people that live on a totally different planet. He texted me at about two thirty. Well, that stage, I was well and truly snoozing uh, <laughs> in the hotel room. And the, the message read, mate, if you want to come down to this place, I might be able to sneak you in. But uh, uh, by that stage, I would be sleeping. But uh, no, no no, LeBron after party this time, but uh, maybe next. Uh, brilliant. Now, mate, that, that golf, before we get on the Super Bowl, that golf, the Phoenix over, oh, looks ridiculous. Is that 60,000 on that one hole, is it? 65,000 on the one hole. 210,000... Two hundred ten thousand on the uh, on the actual course on Saturday. Uh, Matt Kaminsky, who used to run their Presidents Cup and World Cup of golf, uh, spent a lot of time in Australia in the last decade or so with those two events. So I got to know him pretty well and caught up with him for dinner on the Wednesday night and sort of was sort of asking him about it. And he's like, "You've got to be prepared, man. It's going to be out of control." And it blew my mind by, by far for for a week that involved LeBron breaking an NBA scoring record that will never be broken and a Super Bowl, the golf was the number one event. <laughs> the, the moment you walk in there, it's 50-50 split between men and women. It's like, and I'm talking in Australian terms here, the, 
the Melbourne Cup Day, the Bird Cage, or the Australian <laughs> yes. Open, where it is such a socially driven event nowadays. I'm pretty sure 95% people had never heard of a golfer. But in the joint, it was buzzing. And there was, um, it was, it was some, I can't even, something I've spoken about in a couple of interviews since, I can't convey how great the golf was and how the party hole, how great it was. Like, um, yeah, like I, the, the videos, the pictures, the continual conversation, but nothing. Nothing prepared me for how amazing it was going to be, and and obviously I, I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, guys. I'll tell you how it is. Next year, Vegas is the Super Bowl. Um, we've already got a, a group of twelve of us. We're going to catch a private plane down. I'm going to make all my friends pay for it. That cost me nothing. We had a private plane from Vegas two days out before the Super Bowl to go to Phoenix for the golf. Do the golfers who traditionally a lot of them take themselves fairly seriously when they get to that hole, do they know what they're in for and do they play along with it or are they trying to block it out? There's, there's a couple who play along with it. There's a couple who enjoy it and a couple who sort of uh, you know, motion for the crowd to be louder because um, I actually felt for two particular gentlemen who have been there, you know, their 60s or their early 70s who hold the quiet please sign. Which <laughs> are 99.9%. In fact, on every golf hole on the planet, it works, except for this one. I actually felt like it was a waste of time having them there because they put them up and the people would get louder. So um, you, you can tell the nerves. You can tell the nerves and the pressure these, these golfers actually feel on there because um, we were lucky enough through Ballpark Entertainment and SEN to sit down and have a couple of minutes with Aaron Badley at a lunch on the Friday, and he spoke about the nerves um, that they feel. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're 10 under or you're 10 over, if you're going to make the cut, you've got no chance of making the cut a little earlier in the tournament. It, it adds a great deal of nerves to it because everyone's sitting on top of you. Um, but, yes, yeah, some play up to it, and there's no doubt when they when they put the ball in the cup, then that makes them a, uh, a little bit happier, and they, they give a wave and a cheer and all the rest of it. But um, there's no doubt it, it definitely affects the way that the golfers take that hole on. Uh, Cam, I know you've got to go, mate, because you're entertaining people. I, I do have to ask, though, because it sounds like you've stayed well hydrated on this trip. Uh, what, is your, what is your drop of choice when it comes to American beer? Because uh, as Monty Python once put it, it's a lot like having sex in a, in a canoe for, for a lot of people. I, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you I, I'm not a beer drinker. I never have been in Australia, New Zealand, or the US, or wherever the hell I might be. But I'm a big whiskey sour guy, so... Um, I don't. I don't traditionally drink at sporting events, which is in particular major sporting events. So, um, when anyone's knocking beers down during the Super Bowl, I, I, I traditionally stay fairly dry. I don't think I had a beer. I don't think while the game was on on Sunday, I had a, I, that's obviously during the golf. I had about five thousand uh, vodka <laughs> lime and sodas, and then washed them down with a couple of vodka cranberries. Uh, but whiskey sours. Uh, he just trying to relax. Uh, so we're out for dinner, have a few whiskey sours. That's the way they kind of go. And just on the Super Bowl. Um, Amazing day, of course. Remarkably, and I say this, and I can't believe it. I have been to a few before, so Super Bowl number four. But it never, it doesn't wash away any of the excitement of what the actual day is. But it was number three in the week. Seeing LeBron do what he did, and then what the golf did in the Super Bowl on the Sunday, and I was more nervous about the two Australians, of course, Jordan Malata and Aaron Sipos, who are on the verge of becoming the first Australians to ever win. A Super Bowl, Ben Graham, a guy that I do the show with, the armchair experts in Australia uh, on Channel 7, the first man to play in one from Australia. But it was more about that. But the experience was outstanding again. Rihanna was brilliant and the game was unreal. And any time, I think I'll speak for every sports fan and many of those who will be listening to you right now, 
being able to watch a superstar do his thing like Patrick Mahomes, first time I'd seen him uh, live was unreal. And then watching Jalen Hurts become a superstar. He, he outplayed Patrick Mahomes for the majority of that game. The only reason he wasn't the MVP because his team got beat. Hey, that's, that's, there's the beauty in sport. And I, I think that anytime uh, you're not necessarily passionately supporting a team like I am with the majority of sports outside of the AFL, it gives a great deal of excitement just to be able to watch the best of their things. So Mahomes to get it done and Hurts to announce himself meant that it was a wonderful day, even though the Australians fall just a, just a little short of becoming the first couple to do it. Good stuff, Cam. This has been the best NBL chat I've ever had. Um, <laughs> mate, I've, I've, I've got some well, serious well, envy going well, I'll, on. I'll tell you this on the NBL. I'll tell you this on the NBL. The New Zealand Breakers will be in the grand final in about four hours' time. I've got to be home after uh, dinner. I told my girlfriend I've got to be home to watch the Breakers uh, in the Jack Jumpers season. Uh, it's going to be easy to win down there. Melbourne United had to go down there last year and try and close out and couldn't, but it won't happen this time. No Josh Majette. Uh, the breakers are rolling, and Will McDowell-White is right now my favourite player in the NBL. I love the way that he goes, and he's the most important player on that breakers team. So uh, we'll talk next week, mate, if you want, about the grand final series of when they play Sydney. Sounds perfect, mate. Sounds perfect. You uh, go and enjoy that bar, mate, that uh, that, that, that you, were, uh, you were hosting at, and uh, appreciate your hey, time. If they, don't let me, if they don't let me back in, they don't let me back in, <laughs> I think the bar tab built to you guys. No worries. Sweet. Uh, that's, uh, that's S. Donald and Wyoku. Uh, <laughs> <said that. laughs> uh, Cam Luke, absolute legend, uh, part of the SCN team as well. What a week and a half he's had beef. Jeez.